Jersey Judah, once again, back with another podcast episode, the Red Pill Party Podcast to be exact. I am Jersey Judah. It is finally Friday. (coughs) Shit. Smoking, as usual, 10.42 a.m. Friday morning, and you know, It's a rainy day, right? But I'll take this rain over snow any fucking time, okay? It's Friday, man. It's been a, it's not, it hasn't really been a tough week for me. It's just been, it's been what it was, you know what I mean? Still dropping podcast episodes on the daily. Weekend. Semtel Sunday is coming. I got to uh, fix my car mirror tomorrow morning, so that's going to be my activity. Um, I have one blunt that I'm smoking now, one blunt that I'm smoking during the next show, and then a final blunt. (laughs) My final rolled blunt until next Friday is right next to me. So I'm going to be smoking that tomorrow. So the weekend is going to be very, uh, very shitty. I'm bracing myself for it. Hopefully things are a lot different for you guys. As you guys know, throughout the weeks, I have little little themes, if you will. And uh, tonight is going to be Freestyle Friday, which technically is right now. And I'm just going to give you guys a preview on what tonight's show is going to be. Is Kevin Samuels and Fresh and Fit taking the mainstream no sorry i have this written down incorrectly and my phone is broken so it's kevin samuels and fresh and fit taking the manosphere mainstream uh we're also going to talk about the kevin samuels and Nicki minaj uh instagram call which i actually have the video i have to listen to it and get my uh you know get my responses ready um the red pill Matter of fact, we'll talk about this now. We're not talking about the Kevin Samuel shit. We'll talk about what I'm about to bring up now. The red pill is a toxic, and I'm using air quotes, response to a toxic situation. And what is that toxic situation you may be asking? Modern day women. That's our that's our toxic situation. So MGTOW, the red pill, it more... All the brothers and sisters out there, include yes, yes, and the women. See, I was one of those guys, and see, like I'm, I'm one of those people to tell you that I've made a, a misjudgment, or I misjudged somebody, or I unfairly judged someone before understanding their content and who they are. That's to me, that's a part of being a man. You know, what I mean, self accountability. When I stated in the beginning that Fresh and Fit was faulty, I still felt that way I, I won't take that back um i misjudged their show i thought their show was just based on bimbos but you know there's a method to the madness and i respect it you know what i'm saying so you know the thing about 
like I said, being a man, right, is like if you make a mistake, then you own up to it. Some people have harder times doing so than others. But I think the quicker you do it, um, the easier things will be for you. I, I generally believe that. So with Fresh and Fit, for example, you know, the representation of the red pill or the representation of the manosphere is in their hands. You may not like that. I don't mind it because I'm a representation of what I stand for with my meaning and my message as a red pill content creator. Now, of course, I have I don't even have a fraction of views or a fraction of support that they have, but I'm striving for it because I feel that the message that I bring to the table um, minus them, minus Kevin Samuels, minus some of the others is, is more beneficial. I'm speaking for more. I'm speaking from a more realistic point of view. You can find <clears throat> these content creators everywhere who talks about what businesses they have what money they're making, what operations they're going on. I'm just a regular guy with pretty much a damn near regular nine to five. If it wasn't for my union affiliations, then I would pretty much be at the bare fucking minimum. You know what I'm saying? So I'm speaking from a realistic standpoint when I talk about the red pill. The harsh realities can be toxic for most men. The harsh realities can be toxic for most men. You guys know I consider the red pill to be harsh realities. And your biggest opponent is going to be you, gentlemen. Your opponent is not going to be the next man with three or four women, the next guy with a girlfriend, the next guy with a wife. Your opponent is the person that looks back at you in the mirror. Which is why a lot of people say you want to be a better you. You want to be a better you, be better than what you were yesterday, be better than what you were last week, last year, last decade. And for my way of thinking, self-development is key. Now, more and more women, as you guys know, are going to speak out against the red pill, and then you're going to find the women who actually understand let's just say why men are doing what they're doing now i asked you guys to at the very least give the women the time and consideration to make their points before jumping to any conclusions because you guys who are going after all the so-called quote-unquote chameleons you guys let roma army in you guys were all in roma army's videos talking about oh she's one of us And then look what happened. Then you got real women out there that's that's spreading the message. Uh, Pink Book Lesson. Uh, somebody I've subscribed to earlier this week. I've seen videos of her, or I've seen her channel throughout like my feed, like throughout like you know YouTube or whatever. Or it's in there, it's on the recommended. And like YouTube is actually pretty spot on with my recommendations because it's like all people connected one way or another to the manosphere so i come across one of her videos we talked about a couple of them matter of fact we already we already played about three of her videos within the past two days and she's breaking down the behaviors of the modern day woman
Now, why do guys get upset when women are simply talking about the nature of them? I mean, to be fair, and I'm and I'm really trying to be fair today. Women kind of do have the right to be upset. We are exposing their nature, right? They do kind of have a right to be upset. Now, can they do anything to stop us? Absolutely not. But the women, and it's, it's sort of like if you can't beat them, join them tactic, where it's like, yeah, these guys make valid points. And because it's a woman, she's speaking from her point of view, so it's going to be more received by a larger, broader audience, even the simps who are just looking at her tits, even the simps that's just looking at her face. That's just the reality. Me, like I said before, I'm the Red Pill Archangel. I've come down to obliterate and destroy the enemy. That's right. Yeah, I'm an angel still. I'm still an angel. Put the music back on. I'm here to do God's work, right? And by that, I'm saying destroy and obliterate the enemy, okay? We tend to forget in the Bible, niggas was killing. Niggas was tearing niggas up in the Bible. Niggas was getting executed. Niggas in there were catching the fade. Round two, fight. The warriors, the archangels in the in the Bible were fearless, right? Some of the followers, the disciples, if you will, also had the same mentality. So when you call yourself an angel, you have to know where the shit comes from. Some of these angels was putting in work. Some of these angels was putting in work. For the most high, of course. And I feel that this is my purpose on earth. I cannot stand. I cannot stand a woman who just feels entitled to shit. I got to pack these cigarettes. You know what I mean? I'm real niggerish right now, man. I had to get me a pack of cigarettes. <coughs> <clears throat> had to put gas in the car. Had to buy these blunts to roll up this last three joints or three uh three blunts that I have. It's like I can't stand a woman who feels she's she expects things just off of face value. She expects to find a man who has everything put together. But even if she finds that man, she will try to pinpoint and try to make him better. And not try to make him better for him, make him better for her. And it's like, I want to play something for you guys. And this is the shit that I've been talking about for, for a long time. And don't worry, I don't think I'm going to go too long tonight or today. Because I do plan on going in tonight. Now, depending on how everything goes, like I've been trying to do a three-hour episode for the longest. You guys don't understand. But because <clears throat> of how things have been going on at the job, a lot of events and a lot of things kind of like jump off the last minute. So I'm usually not able to start. I'm not able to really start recording in, in, until 7.30. But I figure if I can start... At seven, 
with most of mostly everything that I need done finished work-wise, then I can easily throw together three hours. We might do that tonight. Don't hold me on it. Um, the clip that I'm going to play you is just the things that I've always talked about with modern day women or MDW. That's going to be what I use for now on. So when I say MDW, a lot of guys will figure it out. Okay, modern day women, right? So when like an MDW comes across the guy, she wants that guy to already be successful. She practically wants that guy to be famous. She wants that guy to be a status symbol in return of her being a quote-unquote sex symbol, which she only becomes, indeed, long-term, a sex object. This stupid bitch, and we're just going to play it, and I'm just going to give you guys a brief description on what she looks like. That way it can paint an even broader picture. Or to paint even a broader image that we have on this canvas called the Red Pill Party Podcast. So just just listen. You know, one thing I could never relate to is how people enter relationships because they feel like the person has potential. They're going to be working their way up and being big one day. Let me tell you one thing about me. I ain't no damn ride or die. Oh, no. If you're working your way up, let me know when you make it. Okay? Because I'm not trying to struggle with somebody and go through the mud. I'll meet you at the end. Let's, let's exchange numbers when you're the CEO. Okay? Potential. All of that. My heart, it just vibes into what's happening now, you know? Her vibe is just going with what's happening now. See, these women are the representation of simply problematic at best, utter whorehounds. She's a cockhopper. And by the way, she's a Hispanic woman who's a five at best. The bitch is a five at best. She's she's nothing special. And see, this is what gets me. I know that I'm nothing special when it comes to the grand scheme of things. But I'm capable of my own skills. I have my own talents. I have my own hobbies. I have my own passions that actually doesn't need incorporation of many people besides this passion, which is podcasting and possibly reaching hundreds of people. Right? I'm, I'm cool with who I am. I'm not the head of corporation. I'm not the high value man. So I already know being a part of that 80%, I'm essentially invisible. Regardless of how I take it, how I feel about it, it is what it is. But it's not because of the women being better than me. It's just because of the women having more expectations. <laughs> If, if the 80% would only figure that out, they would be better off. I'm going to play that again. I want y'all to pay attention, man. I want y'all to pay attention. Seriously. You know, one thing I could never relate to is how people enter relationships because they feel like the person has potential. They're going to be working their way up and being big one day. Let me tell you one thing about me. I ain't no damn ride or die. Oh, no. If you're working your way up, let me know when you make it. Okay? Because I'm not trying to struggle with somebody and go through the mud. 
I'll meet you at the end. Let's, let's exchange numbers when you're the CEO, okay? Potential? Uh, all of that. My heart, yani, it just vibes into what's happening now, you know? Potential, well, all of. She downplays potential, right? And this is what most modern women do. This is the perfect representation of a modern woman. She downplays shit like potential because she expects to find, she expects to strike gold. She doesn't just, she doesn't just want to come across the man who's, you know, doing well for himself. She wants a millionaire. She wants a billionaire. She wants a guy with things already figured out. These women want you at the finish line. They don't care about you in the starting lineup. I've been saying this shit from the beginning. Y'all know that. Nothing's changed. Just a day, just a year, just a time. You know what I mean? And it, it, it reminds me, it reminds me of the women, like, like I said, she's barely average. These are the women who need all of the makeup to go up two points. Without the makeup, if a lot of these women left the house without makeup, they would look like completely different people. They would be two notches down, some of them. Now, some women, they can have, they don't have, they don't need makeup. And it is about a sense of confidence. The women that talk this big game, they're so used to that. Um, they're so used to that synthetic confidence that is makeup. The man, what we say, we mean it. We don't come out the house with anything covering our faces. Besides a mask nowadays, right? Let me stop with my corny joke. But we don't put anything on our faces, right? Our bodies have colognes, deodorant. Um, our faces probably have some sort of uh, beard oil for the guys who are growing beards. Shit like that. Guys who are clean shaved, maybe an aftershave scent. We don't put shit on our face to cover up things. You understand? And that's why a lot of guys, I feel, are more straightforward. Now, of course, you have the simps, the soy boy uh, beta teddy bears out there, and you have the cucks, but they don't necessarily count as what you would consider a man. They're emasculated men. These are the men who have been told by the feminazis that they are wrong and they are victims, and they played into it. They fell for it. And at the end of the day, do you really feel sorry for them? Like, I ask guys, do you really feel sorry for single mothers when there's a growing percentage of them that are telling themselves? They're not telling the world. They're trying to tell themselves. And they're trying to create this terminology called choice mothers. Choice mothers, ladies and gentlemen. This is where it has gone down at. I don't know what's wrong with these bitches. They must be smoking PCP. You stink. You high on that PCP shit? They must be smoking wet. Must be something wrong with these bitches. What was you doing in that fool's apartment? 
I didn't have no money, Bobby, but now you back. You had enough money to buy that PCP water. No. These motherfucking bitches are tripping out here. But see, the responsibility is up to us as men. We are responsible for the, for these behaviors. We're responsible for these times because there's still simps out there. There's still representations of uh, beta buck candidates that these women can fall back on at the end of the road. You as a man, you're in this shit all alone, brother. <laughs> you're in this shit all alone. And if you have a bitch, if you have a if you have a woman you're with, I won't even say a bitch. If you have a woman that you're with and you have consideration for, your best option, if you're my age, your best option is just to try to, 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 to try to get married to her. Get married to her. Yeah, I'm saying it. I'm red pill. I'm telling you, if you have a significant other and you feel connected to that woman, y'all have been together for over three years, get married. What the fuck? <laughs> you might as well. And when you do that, you might as well uh, impregnate her right away and just sign yourself up for what road comes. See, that's the problem. And that's the reason why a lot of guys do like. It's more difficult today for a guy just to say, you know what? I think it's time for me to look for someone to settle down with. There's guys who think that way. You know what I'm saying? And I don't downplay these men. I'm more realistic in the sense that I came from that mindset. I came from that mindset. Now, I wasn't doing nothing with my life. So if I was doing something with my life, I would actually be in more danger to have that mindset. My mindset today is all about self-development, development within myself. I can't look I can't look outward into the world to fix the problems that I have within. You dig? So that's that's always my way of thinking when it comes to this shit. A lot of dudes they come with the with the with the pimp game. Like, yeah, this is how you get bitches. I'm not I'm not I don't oppose it. I just don't subscribe to it, dude. Like I'm no spring chicken myself. I just know that that sort of game doesn't really benefit anybody. It actually benefits the women more than anything. You come across a lot of these simps. They're dropping. They're dropping cash on the first interaction. The first interaction. And see, I don't play any of that shit. Um, the dating game is essentially trash. Now, I'm not saying this because... I consider myself a bad-looking guy, an ugly guy. I get like retarded. I had got I had gotten a compliment yesterday. Actually, I forgot to mention this. I don't know why I didn't. It was just I was listening to so many different content creators, the roommates. Shout out to roommates. They're a good YouTube channel. They talk about various different subjects, including you know modern women and intersexual dynamics and whatnot. Um, <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm at, I'm at the job yesterday, right? It's about 4.30. I'm finishing up, I'm finishing up a task, right? Finish, I'm finishing up a task, an objective. One of my daily objectives, Right? I'm getting ready to go outside. And I'm walking by. Teacher walks by. I have my headphones on. 
people that know me, I stay with headphones on. When I'm buried, when the Lord is ready to take me to those gates, hopefully, I want to be buried in headphones. When I show up to heaven, I want to have headphones on. You feel me? I want to have headphones on. So, I have my headphones on, and I see the woman, I see her mouth moving while I'm listening to this podcast, and she's looking directly at me, so I'm figuring she's saying something. So, I took off my headphones, and I was like, what was that? She was like, oh, well, I was just saying you have a nice hoodie, and, you know, da-da-da. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm saying to myself, okay. You can, you can see, and it's not those women in particular. We're talking about people at my job, but it's just women in general. The desperation of women is going to seep out of them. We're not going to see, we're never, we will never see this type of behavior from women ever until, until coming soon. I'm telling you guys right now, you're going to see all of these women become humble all of these women pose as being obedient to their men because they see that guys aren't participating with their current behaviors and with their activities. We're not, we're not beat anymore. And like, for me, I don't, it's not that I'm uncomfortable with compliments from women. It is, it's weird for most guys. Like, it's not that I've never been complimented by women. I've been complimented by women. It's just never felt, I never had a good feeling about it. You know how guys, you get like a, a lot of guys get sort of this hit of dopamine. Like, oh, wow. They're being told that they're actually attracted to women. So they kind of get a boost of confidence. I guess I heard it too many times. And I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that to, to sound arrogant because I'm not. I swear to God, I'm, I'm a piece of shit, essentially. I just come in with, I come in with the words that is necessary. And I come with a message. I don't necessarily present myself as a messenger. I'm not like, I'm not like what you would consider the Kevin Samuels uh, type. I'm not going to pull up on niggas with the suit on. You feel me? I'm not going to pull up with the suit on and the Stacey Adams. It's a fresh style though. I admit, you know, I hope to get to a point where I can buy some suits, you feel me? Fuck around, buy a tuxedo just to have it. I have, I'll, I'll have three tuxedos just in case, oh yeah, my friend's getting married. Oh, I gotta get a tuxedo, Psh, got mine already. Oh, what colors, you're changing the colors? Then I'll have to get a tuxedo. But other than that, you know, I don't, I don't present myself. And I'm not saying Kevin Samuels presents himself in this way, but I'm saying, I'm not going to present myself in a way that I truly am not. The way who I truly am is who I'm going to display. So that gives any any invite to a person who dislikes me. They can talk all the shit they would want about me, but they they cannot deny that what I'm saying is false. They can only deny, oh, well, uh, you know, he's coming out of pocket the way he's talking, man. Fuck all that stupid, corny, goofy shit. Niggas be listening to the most disrespectful music in history. We're in a time now where, you know, another famous, not a, I wouldn't consider him famous, but he's he's well known in his area and he's well known by individuals like myself. 
you know, well-known uh, Wu affiliate, T. Wu, shot, shot dead in New York. Known affiliate of individuals like Fabio Foreign, who's also an individual uh, connected to the late great Pop Smoke, another individual gunned down. And we've reached a point, and I'm not talking just about New York City. I'm not just talking about Chicago. I'm talking about places like St. Louis. I'm talking about places like Little Rock. I'm talking about places like um, like Arizona, right? We all need to come to an overstanding, like, all this gun shit, all this shooting shit is just getting out of hand. You know what I mean? If anything, we should just go into some gladiator shit. You feel me? Go into a fucking steel cage somewhere and bare knuckle it out. But see, that's the thing with a lot of niggas. They not, they not shooting the fair one anymore. They're not shooting the fair one anymore. They're just shooting. They're just shooting. Okay. So all you guys out there who feel that you gotta have, you gotta have um, something on you. If you're not, if you're not perpetuating that energy, you don't, you don't need that. You just need the confidence of who you are as a man. As I stated before, I considered it um, organic confidence. Organic confidence. Which I will put, matter of fact, one second, organic confidence. Add my notes, chapter two, organic confidence. That's going to be my second chapter. <laughs> That's going to be my second chapter to the book that I'm reading. or not reading, the book that I'm writing, which is called The Game of Self-Development. It will be the first major thing that I've done probably in over 10 years. And um, it's a project. It's something that I'm taking a good I'm taking a good amount of time to write. I'm not rushing to write it. I'm writing portions at a time. And I'm also like brainstorming as I'm talking right now. Thinking about things just to put in the book. But I'm also keeping in mind, of course, it is actually 11-11. I've already made my wish. So I'm good. It's 11-11 a.m. I think we're close to an hour. I think it was like 57 minutes. Let's wild guess. 57? No. Wow. 33 minutes. All right. All right. We got some time then. Fuck it. <laughs> we got some time. But uh, going forward with the book and mentioning like organic confidence, for example, that's something that you need to find from within. And because it is within you, it is organic. You dig? It may be from the influence of others, but if it's from you, it becomes organic.
once you put a name towards something, you now have representation towards it. You understand? The Red Pill Party started off as a Facebook page. And that Facebook page was just me BSing, talking about things on my mind. A lot of times I was ranting. I ranted a lot. And that be, that actually gotten a lot of attention. But I noticed it wasn't good attention. So I reevaluated, changed up the format, made it more productive. And now it's less popular. And one of the funnier things about, the funny things about life, right? Is that you can really believe that somebody has good intentions for you. You actually believe it. You don't question these people. You just go along like, oh, okay. That dude seems cool. That that chick seems okay. <laughs> she seems uh, submissive, right? She seems loyal. Then when that time comes, when a lot of those claims are tested, they fail tremendously. And when you talk about modern women, you don't have organic confidence. You don't have finding that happiness within. You have women going out there, fucking for clout, and trying to get validation. That's what you have. At best. Problem. Just just imagine. We already have so much against us. And when I say us, I'm talking about you, betas. I'm talking about the guys who are building themselves up. More realistically, to me, that's a Sigma male. You got guys who proclaim alpha, but they're really just Sigma males. And then you have costume alphas who are just bums. And they just have a gimmick. They have a gimmick and they have a catchphrase. And that's pretty much what it what it boils down to. Anything that they talk about within their topics and discussions, it's all BS. But they have enough of an audience so they have enough traction. And me, I don't really give a fuck. I don't want to reach that. If if that means I have to water myself down, then I would rather, I, I would just rather be a piece of shit. I'd rather speak my mind. I'd rather be disrespectful. I'd rather be reported. I'd rather be suspended. I'd rather be terminated, suspended, indefinite. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. It's like the intentions are different with certain people. And I and I begin to realize that like it has nothing to do with anybody in general. It's just what I see in the manosphere. You got guys who are about information. Then you got guys who are about entertainment. Then you kind of have guys who are about both. They're able to balance it. And those are the most successful people. But you also have the detractors. Now, ironically, they're in the conversation of other Manosphere, Red Pill, MGTOW content creators 
but they don't necessarily choose to participate in particular titles, etc., which I can respect. One of the problems is, though, these are the same people who will just sit back. And it's not even about it's not even about going back and forth with anybody. Right. It's not about going back and forth with anybody. What what it's about is, all right, what's the conflict and what's the resolution? If it's just going to continuously be a conflict, then a lot of people are not going to subscribe to that type of information. Meaning, if your only claim to fame is to go on and talk about the next man and to talk about the next controversial subject and you're doing this to cause division, then there's a problem. Me, on the other hand, I do point these things out, but I do keep it, I keep it pretty fair, even towards people who I who I criticized very harshly, including um, Fresh and Fit, because I've been giving shout outs to Fresh and Fit the entire time, even when the BS was going on with uh, uh, Abba and Preach, even the copyright the copyright claims that I pointed out as well and said that Fresh and Fit was on some bullshit for that. So I'm not gonna just I'm not piggybacking anybody. If somebody says something meaningful that makes sense i want to be the person that points it out for maybe the people who've never seen it or point out another content creator like pink book lesson that maybe some of these black men within the manosphere need to listen to as well because the red pill isn't necessarily uh one pill helps all i believe you can get a bit of insight from this content creator and then get insight from this content creator and then get some pointers and get some inspiration from another content creator. Whether these people are friends, whether they're enemies, that doesn't mean shit. Not to me. Because I know you guys who are listening to the podcast, you don't give a shit about my day-to-day routine at the job and who I like and dislike at the job, right? So it's like, it's a separation for me. It's like, I'm the person with the message. Whether people see me as a messenger or not, I don't really give a fuck. It's about just putting that message out there and the people can do what they want with it. You know, my shit and what I talk about, I don't promote violence. Um, I talk about it. I joke around about it, but I don't promote violence. And um, the negativity that I do promote, I don't even, would there be negativity I promote on this channel? It could be, you know what? I will say something. The shit that I talk about could be seen negative towards a percentage of men. And unfortunately, with the video last night with uh, Chris Williamson, like and subscribe to his channel and operations over there. He had a guy on there and they were talking about the growing percentage of single men. And it was and it wasn't just single men. It's the growing percentage of what they would say black pill or incels. And I agree to an extent. I think more of the growth, though, and it's funny that they didn't mention this at all, is men going their own way in the red pill. Unless they're saying, like, mass, like, like mainstream media, like, we're going to talk about later on tonight. We're going to really get into that. I think we're going to get, I'm going to find a couple of, uh, I'm going to find a couple of DJ Academics clips. I think he was talking a little bit about this with the whole mainstream situation, but he's already sort of that gateway. 
he's not a gatekeeper. I'm not going to say he's that, but he kind of is when it comes to the people. He's not an industry guy, but now he's a guy who's running with the industry. You understand? But he's also self-made, so he can also make an amount of money to where he doesn't really need any of them niggas. That's where he's at when it comes to a name, when it comes to a name and information. You know what I mean? Shout out to DJ Academics. But he's already considered like the gatekeeper. He's like the gatekeeper to the mainstream. When it comes to anybody else under him, absolutely. You know, when people see him from the outside looking in, it's like, all right, it's this nigga from Jersey originally from Jamaica, shout out to Jamrock, but from Jersey, with all these rappers, all these niggas talking about him, all these rappers talking about him, all these rappers trying to be on his show, of course he's going to have a buzz, but he's had a buzz before that. The same niggas, and, it, and this goes back to people in general, why I don't really fuck with people. You know, people, he was a guy who came up off of streaming on um, Twitch. You know what I mean? He was one of the first people. Actually, now that I think about it, it was besides him and it was another, there was a group of like white boys and shit. They did IRL, which is in real life streaming, which they'll just walk around and stream and do random shit. And um, DJ Academics was the first dude that I seen that was doing the Twitch streaming but he played very little games. I remember he played like 2K. He always had like 2K in the background of his live streams and shit. That's how, if DJ Academics is listening to this, this is how he'll know that I'm an, I'm an OG chat nigga. I don't play games. You know what I mean? He knows that. So, I never seen anybody else besides him that would just sit there and have a controller in his hand and just talk about hip hop. Or talk about an album coming out. Or talking about the, his favorite artist. You know, he's like a he's a huge Drake fan. You know what I'm saying? So he'll talk about Drake for like two hours. Or with the whole six nine testimony situation. I think I pointed this out before. He did like a five hour stream, and it was all entertainment. It was all entertainment. It was it was it was probably one of the funniest shit. And I remember downloading like five hours of that shit on my phone and going to work. And just laughing randomly with headphones in my ears in the hallway. Or wherever I was at. I didn't give a fuck. That was like the funniest shit, right? And it's like, the way he came up, he came up like low key on his own. High key on his own. Right? He had the war and Chirac shit, which did more, I think... I think if you would ask him, if you would have asked academics, what did the Warren Chirac channel do for you? He'll say more negative than positive because it's the other people's reactions. And you're, you're literally, and see with me, I'm not against it because if you're pointing this shit out on rap lyrics, niggas talking about smoking niggas and songs all day. When a fellow Negro points out this shit, it becomes an issue, but when Caucasians point it out in the news media and mainstream media, it becomes a problem. This is how I know a lot of y'all niggas are brainwashed. This is how I know a lot of y'all Negroes are indoctrinated. Because you'll let 
the so-called enemy, the so-called devil, the so-called oppressor, talk about what you do in the streets. But if another nigga, if another nigga tells people about what you do in the streets, who looks just like you, you're on his heels. That says a lot. I don't think a lot of people point that shit out are really able to explain it the way that I just explained it. But with DJ Academics, that became more of his downfall. It wasn't that he was losing uh, subscribers. He was still being, he was actually getting popularity from it. He essentially became a household name from that shit. You know what um, he called, <laughs> he called Little Reese uh, the Chirac Grim Reaper. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He called uh, Chief Keith the Chirac, the, the Chirac Baphomet. <laughs> I'm telling you, yo, his shit is his shit is hilarious, right? But I'm also fair with DJ Academics. I see, I see his possibilities in doing other things, but if he's going into the manosphere, which he kind of is. It's going to become a task for him because he's going to get more negativity from Shade Room, because you know he 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 constantly he on Shade Room's heels, on that channel and, and platforms heels, right? He's going to be more in the negative light than the positive, so it's almost going to be in a sense like Warren Chirac all over again because all these bitches are going to see. Is this guy aligning with toxic men and this toxic masculinity and um, misogyny and fuck all that. But he's going to have to deal with that. And I don't think he's ready. And he can be, if you think about it, he could be that gateway to the mainstream if you look at it that way. Because look, the only person he didn't talk to, I wanted him to talk to Tommy Sotomayor. I didn't want... You know, no disrespect. Shout out to Hassan Campbell. You know, because DJ Academics recently had an interview with Hassan Campbell, which I heard was good. I saw a clip of it. But if you heard Hassan Campbell once, then you heard a Hassan Campbell a hundred times. And that's no disrespect to him. He kind of just has the same message. You know what I mean? Or he'll have a live stream. Somebody got their TV turned off or... Uh, What's the what's this one he says? Somebody got their snap box rocked. Like, I'm like, yo. <laughs> ah! Niggas is disrespectful, man. I'm telling you, man. Me, I, I try to stay in my own lane, bro. Like, to me, this is a comfortable lane for me. Talking about these issues and talking about modern day women. Because if you're a guy, it doesn't matter who you are. In a sense of race, if you're a guy who's 33... With no kids, no woman, you have an advantage. Now, it's up to you to take advantage of that and to actually turn that in to a better you. Or you can sit back, you can complain, you can boo-hoo, you can pout about these these dirty, disgusting women. You can become black pill. Oh, I hate these bitches. Oh, man, you know. Or... You can put the, that focus and that negative energy into bettering yourself. That time and energy that you took into complaining and just... And see, me, I don't give a fuck. Bitches can say that I complain about them because I do. I don't give a fuck. 
I'm not hypocritical. I work every day. Bitch, I be cooking y'all bitches while I'm at the job. Fuck y'all talking about. I be cooking y'all. You know what I mean? With the wok. I got the wok. Got the wok on deck. Stir fry with the wok. I'm cooking with chopsticks on these bitches. <laughs> cooking with chopsticks on these bitches, man. You guys know the fucking routine, man. I'm getting ready to uh to wrap this shit up. I just wanted to do something in the AM because it's Friday. Thank God for that. There's supposed to be some event going on at my work location tonight. So I have to keep an eye out for that. But I also just have to move a little quicker than usual, which shouldn't be an issue. So I'm just going to breeze through the shits, go through the fucking day the way that I always do. We actually do have, uh, I have to make sure I collect the content creators who are responsible for tonight's episode. I think I do have them saved. No, I do not. Let me just save them right away. Yeah, I have to make sure, I have to make sure I have these videos that I want to play later saved so now i have them i have one two three four five we have five videos tonight i kind of want to fuck it i'll give you guys a one minute <laughs> i'm gonna give you guys a one minute and 27 second preview nigga that's how i'm getting down tonight even though right now it's 11 31 tonight we're gonna cook up but i'm gonna give you all a little you know a little taste. Why do you not want single mothers to date? Like, I have a daughter. And in my experience, I've never had a problem um, going out on dates, finding guys. I just want to know why guys think that women who have kids should lower their standards or not date at all. The bar is high. Right. The bar is high for me. I feel like nobody wants to really settle down anymore. And I don't think it's because they don't want to be in love or married. I think it's just because we're all just so broke. Like, I can't even think how I'm going to afford to next week, let alone more kids, a husband. Like, everyone's like, what's keep, what's holding you back in day? Money. No, it's not. I just wanted to say that I would like to get married now because um, I'd like to split the bills with someone. Like the bills are coming up and they're due and I'm paying them all by myself. And I just feel like once I get married, then I'll have somebody else who um, will pay 50% of the bills. So if you two want to get married because you're tired of paying all the bills by yourself, then let me know. No. Thanks. <laughs> that's just a preview. Yo, that's <laughs> Yo, that's just a preview, guys. I'm not even going to react to it until the time comes tonight, man. Uh, hopefully, you guys can uh, join me. It will be Friday night. Okay? And if you guys can't catch me Friday night, it's going to be on Spotify and it's going to remain on Anchor. So, uh, you know, 
check me out in those platforms when you can. Like I said before, Saturday is going to be a coin toss. It depends how quick I can um, get this mirror taken care of, this side mirror on my car. Nine times out of ten, I have to really focus more on my uh, recording skills because I think I'm going to do something a little different with the YouTube channel, which is New Age Traditionalism. I'm going to just do short, brief, not brief, but I'm going to do short videos, 20, 30 minute long um, slideshows. I'm going to use the software that I'm used to using. And I'm just going to create uh, slideshows and, you know, see how that goes. But my goal is to get to a point where, you know, people are, I can reach a certain amount of people and then I can just eventually just jump in and do live streams. I don't really care. I want to keep it up. So I don't really care about the people who can catch it right away. I just want the people to catch it when they can. And so that's what I'm going to pretty much be planning in the near future with the YouTube channel, as with the podcast, you guys already see, we're not slowing down. Mm -mm. We're not slowing down out here. That's a negative. That's a negative. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 11.35 a.m. 55 minutes in. Wrapping this shit up. Preparing to uh, do the necessary measurements of preparing myself for doing my eight and hitting the gate. But I will catch you guys in what, eight hours? Hopefully less than eight hours. Hopefully I can catch you guys at 7 p.m. That's the goal. Tonight, I feel that we we can uh, do a three-hour freestyle if, if necessary. If I feel it's necessary. Now, I don't know how the day will be. I can go through my day at work and feel like shit. And I may only do like an hour and 45 minutes. But that usually doesn't happen. We're usually pushing over two hours. Most of our time. I want to, like I said, I'm trying to get to a point, And I think this will be the difficult task of getting the... Um, getting the future information or insight or just what you think I should talk about or what topics do you think I should speak on? You know, of course, it has to be red pill related. You know, nothing stupid. And then, like, kind of bounce off of that and also do the same thing I'm doing now, which is pretty much react to sound clips that I collect off the interwebs and um, give credit where credit is due to those out there that's that's doing the work. By the way, another matter of fact, I got to give this, this has to be the alarm. I have to make this the uh, red pill road call alarm if I can find this shit. I got all these sound, all these sound clips saved now. It's, it's just fucking ridiculous. I got to get rid of some of these. Um, damn, I appear not to have it. All right. Oh, never mind. I got to use the Torok. Y'all niggas know Torok. I got to use the Torok alarm for the red pill road call. So, okay. 
This here is a Red Pill Road Call. Shout out. Rolo Tomasi. Uh, Donovan Sharp. Um, Anthony Spade. Okay. Minister Jap. All right. Um, Hammerhand. Uh, Undead Chronic. Black Ram 313. Thinking Man's Templar, okay, um, and many others, many others who I've forgotten, many others who have weird names on YouTube that I don't fucking remember, Better Bachelor, Coach Greg Adams, um, Casual Bachelor, um, Imagine Perfection, all of these content creators, shout out to these men, right? Um, there's another one. I think No Sleep. I forgot these other. Like, there's so many others. You know, there's so much information out there. There's so much good information out there. But there's a lot of shitty ones, too. You know. All of the other people that I've shouted out in the past. Y'all know it's the same. You know. Fresh and fit. Um, a lot of guys out there, you know what I mean, it's just, you have to, similar to what the guy said, was it Jordan Green? I want to say it was Jordan Green who stated this, like, there's too many guys who are caught up in the back and forth or, or who are just caught up in content creators in general, and they're not really taking the time to better themselves and do better themselves. They're actually just looking at the progress and these other guys who at times they give money to as these like, you know, ultimate badass guys, right? Like, yeah, I wish I could be just like that. And I think it's like the same PUA energy. And I said dating advice. Do I have this saved? I probably don't have this saved on my notes because I deleted a lot of my notes. Damn, I did. Yeah, I deleted a lot of my notes yesterday. Um, I said before, when it comes to... When it comes to certain men, right? And you can be like the dude who goes to the gym. You can be the guy in good shape. You can be the guy with good looks. You're not necessarily alpha. And alpha is not necessarily red pill. Now, alpha can be the representation of red pill. But before red pill, there were always alphas. They were just spoken of differently. In a society where um, machinery and manufacturers and food was scarce, the men had to go out and hunt. I'm sure people have heard this analogy. The women are the gatherers. The men are the hunters. All of that's changed. So the women who are essentially supposed to be gatherers or women who are supposed to be nurturers and care caregivers they become masculine frame, testosterone driven, looking at the opposite sex as the opposite sex as uh, competitors instead of uh, counterparts. That's when it becomes an issue. And it's already been it's already been pointed out. 
and there's no reason to beat a dead horse. It's just to explain that men are essentially leaving for for that reason. Um, if a woman, if a, if a woman chooses to say niggas ain't shit or men are trash, it's pretty much a representation of the interactions that she's had with men. These are interactions that she chose to have with men. Therefore, when she reaches 40 or when she reaches 30, 30 and up, she's completely finished, washed, wasted, completely done, finished. Why be mad at men for you the one that chose to sleep around with these niggas and you niggas out there still pedestalizing. There's only one way to describe y'all. Look, you're a simp. I'm going to have to report you back to Cusco. Get him out of here. You know what I mean? Anyway, in the meantime and in between time, Jersey Judah Red Pill Party Podcast. I will catch you guys on the flip side, right? I will catch you guys, like I said, in about eight hours. But until then, I'm out. Peace.